I wouldn't be one piece of advice, but I've always appreciated and I hold value and see the necessity of men, um, black men specifically, to pour into other black men, um, to affirm them. Um, I've had those experiences few and far in between, in between, but when it occurred, it was, wow, you can't, you can't explain it, bro. Yeah. To be affirmed by another man, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. Um, so I wish that for every man in general, um, but black men specifically, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome back to another episode of... No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what if that's how I really did this time? Oh, we, we in it. We in it. Bro, I that can't imagine. I can't imagine because... Yeah. I, I can't imagine. because So I... I All right. Oh, well, I might as well start here. So I watched... I, I like watching podcasts on YouTube. Okay. Right? Like video podcasts. And I listen to podcasts too, but even the video podcasts, I'm not necessarily watching. I'm mostly listening to them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I, yeah, exactly. I'm doing other stuff. I'm cleaning up or whatever, cutting grass. I could be in the yard. How's that lawnmower working out, man? It's good, man. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. You did I tell you? You, you know got what? the pusher one. I I have enough money to get you. Oh the- man, all right. Oh, yeah, I gotta tell the story. Oh, bro. We're gonna have to, t- I'm gonna have to tell that story. All right, all right. So, are we not recording? Are we recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. don't worry about it. All right. And uh, you said you won't tell me when you press it, right? Exactly. Right. And you said you was gonna know what you're saying, but um, but you know, I forgot what I was talking about all of a sudden. Somehow, lawnmower, yeah, before that. Oh, my bad. Podcast, Podcast. all right. Yeah, so, yeah. watch it. So, yeah. um, background noise, but it's funny. Because I feel like a lot of YouTubers, not like just podcasts on YouTuber on YouTube, but YouTubers, like the niggas tube, right? That's what they do. They, they, <laughs> they, they tube for you, right? Yeah. Like they um a lot of them kick off like, hey, welcome everybody back to another episode. Like all of them have the same type yeah. of intro, and I'm just like I, that's not me. Yeah, I got you. So I'm not gonna do it. Got you. But uh, but it's hilarious to think about. And one let's of these see, days, let's see how long that lasts. Because actually, one of my close friends is a tuber. Okay. He's a tuber. Okay. Um, and he has that that signature. You know. He got the signature. He has the signature. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see. I mean, look. Was this episode four or five? I don't even know. Uh, let's let's holler at you. Um, episode one hundred. One hundred. See, <laughs> see, see if a signature. Welcome there. everybody. It's episode one hundred. Grab your wine. You know what I'm saying. I'm your host, right? Embassy B. <laughs> they don't know about that yet. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? They don't know about that yet. I don't know about that yet. Yeah, we don't know about that yet. All right, we gonna we gonna let's talk about the lawnmower real quick. Lawnmower. Let me let me let me tell you why this. Let me tell you why this is my guy, man. That's a good sidecar, by the way. Nona's got, yeah. I can't remember what kind of drink she said this was, but it's it's Whatever good. It's, it's doing what it needs to do. Yeah, yeah. So, my dude, welcome to Grab Your Why. Hey. Welcome to Grab Your Why. Here we are. I'm your host, Brian. And usually, I don't know, I can't remember these episodes, but I'm like, and I've got my phone here. i got my notes here on my phone. But um, I'm like, I don't, I, I'm Brian. I'm B. 
I go by many names, BG, Dr. G, Dr. Garrett, all of that, right? Um, welcome to another episode of Grab Your Why. I'm here with my homeboy, my man, a hundred grand, Jock. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> what up? What up? It's your boy. It's your boy. It's, it's your boy, Jock, it. man. I'm on one. I'm the sidecar, <laughs> but uh, but here, here, here's the funny thing, right? Like, Jock is, I'm, I'm going to get to the lawnmower, and then we're going back. Then right. I'm going to take y'all back in time to have me and Jock met. But Jock is, like, one of the chillest dudes you'll ever meet. One of the most, like, even-killed, like, even-tempered dudes you'll ever meet. Never seen this guy out of pocket. Never seen this guy, like, this guy keeps it even, like, 95% of the time. That 5%, yeah. Hey, yeah. don't, don't see that 5%, man. No, you know, a lot of people it, don't it, see it's that. It's kind of wild. It's kind of wild. But 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 my dude is, I mean, he's just solid like that. So, the lawnmower. <laughs> so, yo, I bought a crib, thank God, in 2021. Right? Bought a crib down here in Atlanta. By the way, we're at the Moxie Hotel in yep. Midtown Atlanta right yep. now. We'll get into why Jock is making moves, and, and so you know, had to, I had to catch my guy while he's hey in town. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but but the lawnmower, I move into my crib. Jock pulls up, man, and brings a lawnmower in the box. A lawnmower in the box, and it's so interesting. You think about it. How does how do you get a lawnmower, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? It's, it comes you, in the box. You pull a Who lawnmower. Right. Who would have dunk it? It's not one of those things like you, you drive the lawnmower off the off lot. The lot. <laughs> Zero miles on that thing, you know? Zero miles. I mean, it was a fresh red candy paint on it. Yeah, it's a craftsman, you know? I think. It was know? it was official. Top of the line. But, yeah. but you know, at the time, you know, you're still on the budget. Yeah. So it wasn't, it was the push one. It was a it was, it was a manual bad push. boy. You it was know? OG. It was, it was like OG, a, old school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they, it wasn't self-propelled, so he, you yeah, yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I was trying to, you know what I'm saying, make sure he was in the gym, come back with the biceps. No, no, look, 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 he did me right. He did me right. But, and, you know, I had been doing my research on lawnmowers. And so what I ended up doing, I hit him up first. That's right? probably why I ended up getting a lawnmower, honestly. Why? Um, Because I knew you had recently purchased it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's exactly yeah. why you did it. Yeah, that's exactly why. It was I mean it was solid. And that was coming, that's next, right? It, it, it was a, it was a solid like homeowner gift. Like Absolutely. first time homeowner gift, man. And you were you were one of like uh, just a few people who like bought me actually because I had other what? people pitch in and other um, ways. So you may you remember you will remember when I when I share this. Um my housewarming gift to you uh, was cutting that grass. The grass was kind of high, bro. Man, <laughs> that grass was kind of high, bro. Me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was. So I think that's that kind of motivated. Let me get this man a lawnmower, man, because I can't keep coming back here. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was getting called out on the podcast. There we go. But but no, that's real. The, the it was it was a jungle, man. It was a um, it's definitely a jungle out there. But had to get my man right. But I but what I ended up doing though. As I was doing my research, I'm like, you know, I man, I want to be, you know, turn, I want to be, you know, environmentally conscious. Okay. So I ended up looking at the electric joints. Ended up seeing ego, mind you. I, this is, I, I have no deal with ego, with the ego uh, uh, line of of lawn care products. Ego, holla at my man. Right, holla at your boy. At if you want to, I'm glad to plug you. I use my ego, you know, once every couple of weeks. 
grass is getting a little out of control these days. I might need to use it more often. <laughs> I got the ego trimmer and the lawn. I had to go ahead and get the lawnmower. So I took I took the lawnmower back, traded it in, and used the bread towards the ego, man. Ego and it's a holla, please. Y'all holla at me. Um anyway, that's the lawnmower story. Yeah. Anyway, that's the lawnmower story. This but is my solid, solid dude, you know what I'm saying? Just a solid man. Uh, I appreciate our friendship, um, our history in sure. that friendship. You know, and then the depth of that friendship as well. For sure, um, for sure. So, yeah, no question, man. Let's, well, let's let's go there, man. Let's because go. so we've so we met summer two thousand nine, summer two thousand nine. This is fourteen years ago, right? Summer two thousand nine in Washington D.C. at Howard University through the Amgen Scholars Program. <laughs> it's hilarious to say. We were both like STEM majors before, and this is like STEM hadn't taken off yeah, in the way. Was, it was yeah. like nigga, you you just started to hear that, right? Right, right. Yeah. So, you were a bio major, biology major, yes. biology major, chemistry at, minor. Okay, I didn't know you was a chem minor. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense, right? I was a chemistry major, and we had both just wrapped up our junior years, going into our senior year, and. Um, and we're both in, in D.C., summer or not, which, by the way, so I feel like that was a special summer. Something something was in the water that summer. I, something was no in the... No pun intended. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking about the, um, the music festival, you know, in Virginia. I think it's in oh, Virginia. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something so, in the water. Oh, so... Oh, man, I didn't know where you were going yeah. with that. Okay, thank you. Nah, I, I, thought, I thought it was... No, 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 not that. I just... I didn't know where you were okay. going. I thought it was some story I forgot. No, 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 no. We're good, okay, we're good, cool, we're good. Cool, cool, cool. Sexual limitations out anyway. All right. That's off the record. So, so, um, summer 09, and, um, yeah, we're at the Amgen Scholars Program. This might have only been the second year that this program was happening at Howard. Yep. It was the second year in existence, and and Howard, it was Howard's first year. uh, It was the first HBCU. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to HU. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We always first in a lot of things. Sure. You know, Um, no shade to Morehouse, but Yeah. yeah. And I was, we're, we're, we're glad to welcome young brother from Morehouse onto the illustrious campus of Howard Look, University, you know? Here's, here's what I'll say. Going to Howard, spending that summer at Howard was one of, one of the, maybe the best summer I've ever had, but, um, but definitely felt like second home, man. Like Howard... Like and I and I and I say this and no 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 shade no nothing. To Spellhouse? No shade to Spellhouse? No 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 shade to Howard. Oh okay. Morehouse's imprint oh, on Howard was like very clearly um, like the imprint that Morehouse had on, on Howard's campus on the culture like was evident. And I don't say that to say like oh y'all bit off of, bit off of us. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if you look at Howard Thurman. You start to look at all oh, these different oh, figures. I'm just saying, there. if you look at the figures oh, of, of Morehouse you, yeah. men, prominent right? figures in the establishment yeah. of Howard University, for sure, to be for sure. where it is today. Absolutely, Absolutely man. And, and I say that to say, like, I had a, I, I have a love uh, and a reverence for Howard because mm-hmm. of spending that that Absolutely. summer there, right? Uh, but that brings into the mindset, uh, the idea of community, you know, mm-hmm. um, Morehouse lent these figures to Howard, yep. you know, and we were yep. able to build upon that, yep. you know, yeah. and contribute to our legacy. That's real. For sure. That's real, man. But that, that was, um, man, that was a special time, it was a special program. So Jock and I, 
were um, so you know you, we had all we was probably like thirty of us who came in through the program or mm-hmm. something like that from different schools from all over the country, many from HBCUs, a lot of y'all from Howard. I was the only one from Morehouse. Um, I know there was somebody from Norfolk State, UCLA, UCLA, Virginia State. Yeah, um, some a lot of colleges. Yeah, lot of colleges. so we were representing a lot of different places, yeah. and um, but we were all in this program. And so we did research in different labs, and me and Jock happened to do research in the same lab. Yeah. And um, can we say his name? Oh, Doctor A. We'll say Doctor A. Doctor A. Doctor A. A. That's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. So we did research in Doctor A's lab, and um, it was a physical chemistry lab, and I had just taken PCHEM. I had just taken physical chemistry, and I I bodied it my first semester, second semester. Whoo! Thank God, like. My application, it was just for my ser- first semester grade. So he saw those <laughs> and was like, oh, this dude knows PCHEM. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I survived PCHEM, yeah, yeah. right? But uh, we ended up doing uh, research in his lab. And that alone, I mean, that's an episode right there. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't even know what we should get into. The it's I, and I don't. I don't <laughs> the it's, ands, and buts. The ifs, ands, and buts. The ifs, ands, and buts. I mean, I, I feel like we can't even give his sayings because it's going to give away who it is. I mean, but Dr. A, come on. Yeah, Dr. It's Dr. A. A. It's Dr. Yeah. A. Folks yeah. want to do their research. People that Who, whoever's know, listening. Know. Right, right. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I, you want to talk about an interesting person, a, a character. Yeah. Um, that was that was um, this this particular professor. So we had a great time, though, man. Yeah, it was a great summer. Yeah. It was a great summer, man. I met some great people. Obviously, this relationship is still there yeah. from that. Um, he shared that we were were um, lab mates, but we were also sweet mates. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. We stayed in one of the Howard's dorms called the Annex. Um, the Annex what, oh, the changed Annex, a lot Annex. now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Annex is um, all female dorm, um, and that's where they housed us um, for that summer. And we stayed in, what was it, a three-room suite? With the shared kitchen, bath. I think it was just two rooms. Two? Yeah. Because I had a roommate. Yusuf was my roommate. Yusuf Eunice. Was your, Eunice. 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 Yeah. And then I was with um, AJ? I think so, maybe. Yeah, yeah. AJ. No, 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 no. Ant. Ant, Ant. Ant. His last name is Jones. AJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was another AJ in the program. Yeah, yeah that was another AJ. Right. right, uh, right that's right. my dude. Right, right, right. Yeah. Who went to Howard? He's yeah, MD yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and, and, and Nate. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. They, I saw. I started following Nate yeah. uh, recently. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. And, and when you think about it, honestly, I mean, it's kind of interesting. You think about like that program, and it's like, yo, like a, a lot of us went on to legitimately, you know, went on to health careers, man. Like yeah. we actually stayed in the pipeline. We finished out in our majors. Yeah. I mean, we we're rising seniors. So what's interesting about that is uh, me working. It, within the clinical research now, um, Amgen is one of my sponsors, bro. Really? Yeah. Wow. Talk about full circle, man. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. And I didn't even realize the significance of Amgen at that time and its, its role within the field of clinical research. Yeah. So it's pretty dope. And yeah. I share that with um, different hiring managers, um, different line managers. Yeah. Every, time, every chance I get. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, Amgen is a, I mean, they're a beast, man. I, I don't think I fully understood it at the time like how 
big of a yeah. company to work. By the way, if Amgen, holla hey. at me. Uh, sponsorship. Sponsorship. Glad yeah. to, glad to, you know. Send that check. Glad to plug y'all up, man. Glad to, you know, help place some students, no all of that. No ifs, ands, or buts. So, um, <laughs> and so it was a, and so man, it was a great summer. And I'm just thinking, I'll tell you on a, on a, on a personal note. Okay. This look, this, this bald head and this beard started that summer. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it that started was, that summer. Okay. So I, I've had, so I basically looked like this and I'm not, this isn't like a flex, like I, or anything like that, but I've had this look. The common, we call it the common. They call it the common. I've had this since summer two thousand nine, and the whole reason is because so I so I've been shaving my head, right? I've been bald since like my sophomore year in college, into my sophomore year. That's a whole nother, That's a whole series. Right? I'm and I'm can't wait to get into that. Oh, uh, I, I, I got a whole. Was it early male to. pattern? Oh, is that oh, where we're going? Oh. Ooh, oh, you go, oh. you're going deep, bro. Oh, oh we we take oh, we it all. You exposing it? Oh, we got to go there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not exposed. I'm enlightening. Hey, there we go. I mean, there we go. But, but I, I and it's a look. I'm I'm when I go there, I'm gonna go there, right? We're, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. go there, whoever that is. But um, I got some guys um, that need to tune in for the episode, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> boys yeah, man. for sure. Hey, every everybody needs to tune in, right? Here's an. We're, we're going off track. I'm going to get us back. But everybody needs to tune in okay. because everybody's connected to somebody impacted by it. Mm. Right. And whether you recognize the significance of it or not, depending on who you are, what stage you're in, what your relationship is with balding, let's just call it what it is. Okay. Right. And that could be a trigger. Yeah. As, as, as a guy who, who, who has balded, <laughs> who is bald, that could be a trigger. Everybody needs to tune in. Gotcha. Men, women, like everybody gotcha. needs to tune in. So, um, but what happened that summer, man, in between the time of like senior year ending, probably around finals, I stopped like shaving. I used to just rock the little goat, the goat and just kept this all shaved. And I was like, man, I don't feel like doing that. I just let it kind of grow okay. all the way up until I moved in to the annex right, wow. and came to the engine. So that summer was my first time wow. rocking this, and I started to like get some looks, right? Yeah, I yeah, started yeah. like it was, I, it, was, it was much thicker at that time. It it was it, it also was not shaped well, right? Okay. And it was it was I mean, a starter you know, kit. It was yeah, a starter it was kit. Starter man. pack, you know what I mean? It was a starter pack. So I, I definitely had some. I definitely had some um, uh, some fine tuning gotcha. to do. Gotcha. Right, I, I wasn't. I was brushing it, not combing it like uh, I needed to, and not putting the right no, no moisturizers. I wasn't putting you know? the, the juices and berries yeah, where they yeah, needed to yeah. go. You need that in there, man. Right. So yeah. it was a little, you know, it, it was it was growing uh, pains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pains. There you go. So, um, so yeah, so I you know started getting like looks and got compliments. And I'm like, oh shit, and I have. That's I mean, I've shaved face. my beard down and reshaped it a little bit in different times, but for the most part. Mm -hmm. This is this has been yeah, my look this is since summer two thousand nine. Absolutely, yo, and it's so wild because that's where it started, though. Yeah, and maybe, this has been me, for bro. Bro, this is this is the um the icon, you know. Is that you know get the right, bald right. head, the headphones, right. the beard. Yeah. That's it, bro. Right. At the bottom left. You're not wrong. You heard it here first. He's not wrong. You heard it. Here. <laughs> this guy. That's it. This guy. So so look so we meet summer two thousand nine. Um, 
And yeah, man, I felt like we just had like a genuine like respect and admiration for each other. Yeah. And um, I always felt like you were You're just- You're a cool dude. Yeah. 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 I appreciate it, man. I always felt like you were, I always felt like, like I said from Jump, like you were cool, you were even killed, like you just, you were, you were chill, man. And, and, and I felt like you were really focused too. Like the conversation, you were able to always bring the conversation back to like, oh, so what you trying to do though, bro? Right? If I was ever talking about girls or whatever it was, you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what are we doing though? Like, what's you know, like, what's what's the move after this? Yeah. But what, so let me add. I guess where did that come from? Because I felt like you were a little more mature. Maybe yeah, than all that, of us that, in the program. That's yeah. where it came from. Um, I started school late. Um, I don't have a traditional path towards anything in okay. life. Um, I started college when I was 20 years old. Um, I remember having a conversation with my uncle. Right out of high school, this is maybe a year or so after graduating, mm-hmm. and I was working in Georgia, in Gwinnett. Um, I had a few warehouse gigs, uh-huh. and my uncle sat me down. He said, "There's two things you can do in life: you can work your mind, or you can work your back." Mm-hmm. And I felt that I had been working my back and was not getting compensated for it. So I was like, "Let me try the school thing out," you know. And at that time, I already had my friend group. We're still solid today. Um, since like maybe middle school, um, maybe five, six guys that had gone off to college. So they're coming back spring break on holiday. And I remember um, them crossing, you know, joining fraternities. And we're, we're going out to clubs throughout the whole time, right? But when they cross, it's a different um, response that they got. It's like, oh, snap. Yeah, that, let me definitely try the school thing out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that, man. <clears throat> yep. So how did you end up at Howard? So I started off at a community college um, in Georgia and transferred. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I was a transfer student at Howard. Gotcha. Yeah. I, knew, I knew you were a non-traditional mm-hmm. student, but I didn't know that you had like worked in manufacturing for a couple of years. Yeah. And, wow. Okay. Driving a forklift, bro. Wow. Yeah. Um, for a supermarket chain. Wow. Yeah. Did that, let me, did that. Did, do you feel like that life experience prepared you at all and or made you more focused? Or was it just naturally like, no, nah, I was two years older than your typical guy coming into college? Or like, I think life's experiences overall um, painted that picture for me, you know? And that shaped my response towards life, you know, my outlook and my intention towards it as well. Um, so overall, um, that's one fabric in it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Word. That's cool. That's cool. So, so, summer 09, we meet, great summer, and we stay connected after that, man. And I, I, and I, I will say this, I, and I, I hope I've said this to you directly that I've always credited you with helping to really maintain our friendship. I felt like you really, especially once I went to grad school, like I was just kind of in my own world, and. I, and we, but I felt like you were the one who really kept us connected, man. So what you're hearing is that Brian is a trash friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's a trash friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not here for um, this. I, you know, temperature check. You know, I remember. I think what, what spearheaded that was, and this is credit to to Morehouse College. Um, you shared earlier about its influence on Howard, right? Um, we never tailgated. And I remember, I think it was 2010, 2011. Yeah. They brought back that nation's football classic. Yep. 
and Morehouse brought its tailgate culture to DC. Yep. And from that point on, Howard's tailgate experience was crazy, bro. Really? Yeah, yeah. We never tailgated, bro. Um, courtesy of Morehouse. There we go. Uh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm going to take personal hey, experience. Yeah, 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 personal responsibility um, for it. Where was I? Oh. About maintaining our friendship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember um, actually... Moving to Durham for extended time, mm-hmm. um, and that's a, that's a funny story too because research triangle and here yeah. I am in clinical research. I hadn't figured it out at that time, yeah. but I'm in ground zero yeah. for clinical research. Yep, yep. Um, but I knew my man was there at UNC. Um, reached out, connected, you know, um, and then just throughout the years, you know, just yeah. maintained that friendship. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 and I, I appreciate it, man. So a big part of you know, the podcast is about exploring black men's relationships, not only like with ourselves, with society, but with each other, right? And and I, I think like those genuine deep friendships that go beyond, um, you know, kind of surface level and like we, we go out, we drink. I mean, you know, we're having a couple of drinks now, but, like, that's all we do, right? We're out here to, like, be on the scene. Um, I think those those friendships where we can be vulnerable, where we can be ourselves, where we can um, share and, and pour into and be poured into, I feel like those are really important for, um, um, for maintaining – our our sanity man navigating life for navigating life and i feel like you're one of those people who um has been a pillar in my life as far as like somebody i can talk to openly honestly genuinely and um and and never have to question like your motives or never have to question like i can i trust this guy can i lean on this guy can i Wow. You know, can I share with this guy? Like, yeah. you've been you've been Appreciate solid that, man. since '09, man. Dope. And um, so it, it's it's cool to solid. reflect on that. Very solid. Yeah. Appreciate Very that, solid. man. That's a huge compliment. Yeah. It's a huge compliment. Yeah. Um, that's what I would want in a friend, right? Yeah. Um, but it says the quote says, "If you want a friend, show yourself friendly." Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that that's what I was doing, but I'm glad to have had that experience with you. Yeah. For sure. For sure, man. Yeah. For sure. Um. Yeah, I, I I appreciate you. Yeah, no question. I appreciate bro. you. Um, so y'all wanted to talk about. So we kind of talked about like our, you know, the genesis of our friendship and, and kind of maintaining that friendship. You know, I gotta look at my yeah. notes here and stuff. But I wanted to talk about. So you fast forward a little bit. Yeah. And we're both in Atlanta, right? So I moved back here in 2017. When did you move to Atlanta? 2016. 2016. 2016. Right. Yeah. Right. So and that's and I think that's cool. And I think I think that's really cool how we how we overlap how our our, our paths kind of yeah. cross and kind of weave yeah. in and out. And I feel like that happens sometimes, like with certain people in your life. But so so we're we're both here. So we start kicking it. And um, and then but then I remember the way I remember it is. There's a point where you're like, yeah, bro, like I, I, I I'm on a path right now. Like I basically, I, you know, not trying to maybe you can give me your words here, but you're essentially what I heard you saying was like, yeah, I'm reaching for something. I'm trying to achieve something. So I'm, you know, 
I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I got my, I got yeah. my head down. What, yeah. what was, I, I saw you as somebody with a vision moving towards really where you are now. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel and like this, this, this is, is just the ground level, bro. So I'm just starting. Give me that. What was, yeah. what, here's the question. What did you see for yourself? Where were you at that time? And what did you see for yourself? Oh, great question, bro. Um, I saw more. Mm. Um, I didn't necessarily have the picture, but I knew that it was more. Um, I had prior to 2016 and right after graduating, I moved to a small town in South Louisiana, mm. uh, home of Louisiana, uh, to be the caretaker of my elderly dad and his older sister, you know, my dad and my aunt. Yep. Um, that's a story in and of itself um, in that my dad and I did not have a relationship growing up. Um, and he was 59 years old when I was born. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and I didn't start that relationship with him until college. Um, mm. And the backdrop of that is my mom would tell me all the time to reach out to my dad. And I had a chip on my shoulders, like that N-word ain't trying to be in my life. F sure. that dude, you know? Sure. Um, that was it growing up as a teenager. Um, but my mom passed away and that stayed with me. And, and when that happened, I had like this desire just for for connection so i reached out to him at that time and he was there um mm-hmm. and from that point on is how i gauged or judged my relationship and interactions uh, so when it came time for me to be that caretaker um it was no question um i didn't intend for it to be that amount of time five years um i had dreams of going to grad school i was in the, um lewis stokes LSM, you know, yep. um, they was going to pay for grad school, but hey, it happens how it's supposed to happen. But in process of being um, in South Louisiana for those five years, I was also in a long distance relationship. And that breakup is what motivated me to go to Atlanta. I had been pushing it off um, and I went to Atlanta to try and save it. And we tried it out, ultimately didn't work out, you know. Mm. Um, we were best of friends, family still, you know what I'm saying, the friends, whatever. It wasn't a toxic breakup, but yeah, that was that was it. Um, but because of that breakup, it stirred something inside of me of wanting to tap into me and who I was. Um, so self-awareness was big for me. Uh, personal development was big for me around mm. that time. Um, I came across this book, The Four Agreements, and that was huge, huge for me. Yeah, that's a big one. Huge, man. I, I try to recommend it to as many men in my circle as I can, you know, that I come across, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it teaches you self-awareness, accountability, you know, responsibility. Um, it, it helps correct a lot of some, some of the errors that we have in, in mm-hmm. relating to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, I tapped into, a little bit before that time, but definitely at that time, I tapped into um, different podcasts that I was listening to. One, for sure, I'm not sure, well, I can name drop. Okay. The Secrets to Success, uh, Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher. Okay, yeah. Uh, huge, huge, has been huge in my life, informing um, my path, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, keeping it, keeping it. Keeping it aligned, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, because these are four brothers on the podcast talking about marriage, talking about life, talking about work life, marriage life, um, family life, you know, um, 
and their challenges, right? And mm-hmm. their triumphs, all of those things. I'm getting it. Yeah, so that, that's been like the framework for me Word. during that time. Word. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I mean, you just brought back some memories. Like, I remember I, I remember when you shared uh, um, stuff about your pops. I remember that. I remember, man, I, I here, here's, here's what came up for me. You mentioned, like, grad school. Yo, I felt guilty. I remember this. When I got to UNC, so I did a post-bac program, right, for a year. Then I got into the PhD program, and... I remember talking to you, and every time I talked to you, you were like, bro, that's crazy. Like, yo, man, congrats. You were, like, so hyped for me. And I felt like at times you were more hyped for me than I was, and I was like, oh, shoot. I felt like I took your spot, man. I never said that to you. Wow. That that was the feeling. I was like, no, this guy wants it. This guy wants it, and he's capable. And I felt like I'm here. Like, this is cool, you know, I'm gonna do it. Like, yeah, and you were like, ah, bro, you like. Was that, was that a bit of uh, survivor's remorse? A um, little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it was a little bit of that. I think it was also a sense that I, I, I really think it was this feeling that I didn't deserve it. It was a feeling that, um, yeah, it was around deservedness. I didn't feel like I, truly deserved to be at UNC once I once I got in. I all I could look at at the time. Imposter syndrome? And, oh, big time. Okay. All I could look at at the time was like my mistakes. Where I didn't like work hard. Wow. Where I wasn't diligent. Wow. And so voices. Yeah, man. Yeah. And so I really I didn't there were I mean, for a long time I didn't feel like I deserved mm-hmm. it. Right. And and it and it took really Years after I graduated, after I defended, had my PhD, mm-hmm. been through all it from UNC, from UNC, yeah. right? That I was like, no, 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 you, you deserve that. You yeah, did I'm, that. I'm that dude. I'm him. Right? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm him. You know, I'm him. It's such a, such a thing these days. But yeah, that you know. But I, I remember, man, that was my feeling. Talking to you, okay. Whenever I talked to you, I felt like. Dang, this guy well, let me it, tell man. you, let me cut you off and let you know, you were definitely deserving, bro. Mm-hmm. And you were supposed to be where you were at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to excel. You're Morehouse, man. Yeah, yeah, you can tell Morehouse, man. <laughs> you can't tell him much, though. You know what I'm saying? You're going to bust my stuff out on me. That's what it is, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely deserving. You're supposed to be where you're at. But it, here, here's what I'll say about that. It's interesting, right? I'm going to maybe, maybe see where this takes us, but that... You know, it's always funny when people say that. I feel like someone said that not too long ago. I can't remember who or where that was. But that's always funny because I'm like, you know, I, I get that, right? I get where that comes from. And there's there's truth in that. Right? You can tell a Morehouse man, but you can't tell him much. There's some, there's some real truth in that, right? And then there's a part of me that's like, that ain't me. That ain't how, that, that's you. not, that's I not how, how, I, how I live my I life. But the other part is this, the, the, the power in that and the way that I think I leveraged that was I don't even believe it right now, but I'm going to keep moving like I do. That's what it came down mm-hmm. to for me, right? I'm, a, I'm not even a like, 
Look the part, even if you don't know yourself. I'm like, no, 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 no. Be the part before you try to look it, right? You need to be whatever you say you're going to be or you want to be. Mm. You need to be that inside mm. before you go out here and try to fake it, right? But there's a, also a part of me that's like up here, if you don't believe it yet, yeah, you need to get that going, yeah. right? And there's different ways to get that going. And so I think there was that a was part of me that was like, yeah, like, no, I'm in here. Yeah. Right. No, I don't think you could ask most people during that time that I felt like I didn't deserve to be there. Because I don't think so. anybody would tell you like Brian Garrett. What? He didn't think he was supposed to to be here. Are you see? like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to carry it myself that way. I'm going to move myself that way. Exactly. But it's because I'm trying wow. to shift my belief into, that, into, into reality, the actuality of it. Yes, sir. Morehouse man and all. Yeah. Right. Like that's the truth of where I but was. That's faith, right? That's fate. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence yet not seen. You were not there yet, but you were striving for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. That's absolutely it. And and still, my homeboy, who I've been in the lab with, who was more diligent than me, who who was more driven than me, who was... Uh, um, more diligent, more driven, more eager than me wasn't where I was. Not that you wanted to be in a PhD program at UNC, right? Because at one point you were interested hey, man, in was, med school. Was, yeah, but that's that shifted way before okay. um, the research, you know, the internships. Right. Um, but yeah, I would love to have been at USC. What? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah no? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to break up the thought there. I think what I was saying was... Oh, we were at, um, I'm saying, were deserving. Right. And I felt like you wanted to be there. I was like, yeah, you wanted to go to med school. And you were saying, like, you would have liked to have been at UNC. Now, it was, it, it was, um, it was grad school at the time because I, I had the funding, um, from being in the LSM program. Gotcha. Um, so they would have funded, um, grad school for me. Gotcha. Uh, so it was always going to be that PhD route from, from that first time. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So how did, so how did you go from that point? How'd you go from that to where you are right now? now? Oh man, so I've I've always been interested in science. Um, started off as a pre-pharmacy major. Um, I worked in the pharmacy, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it no disrespect, but it was kind of monotonous. You know, um, it's kind of predictable, and I wanted more of a well, not more, but a different experience. Mm -hmm. um, and I switched to pre-med and matriculating at Howard, being transferred to um, not having the support. Uh, I needed money to continue, you know, so I was going to department to the department, um, trying to get some funding for like that next semester. And the idea about research came up and the LS AMP program, the Louis Stokes Alliance for Minority Participation mm -hmm. and what we now know as STEM fields. Um, it was geared towards increasing the amount of minority black and brown PhDs, essentially, yep. um, those who would pursue grad school work uh, towards the STEM field. And that became the option for me. And it was like, let me try that out. Um, and I did it. Fell in love with the lab experience, man. Yep. I was in my solitude. Um, I would have my playlist, my, my jazz music, uh, run my little experiments mm -hmm. and zone out, dog. Yep. Yeah, it was real dope. Dope experience, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's when we met. It was only right. Um, 
I had two experiences prior to that um, for summer internships. But post post graduation, you know, I became the caretaker, mm-hmm. and when that chapter ended, um, I want I was more interested in starting my work versus grad school. Yeah. Um, I I felt like that time had passed. Gotcha. Um, so I got into the industry. Um, the industry it, it slipped in my lap. So yeah. I started off. I worked for what's called a CRO. It's a clinical research organization. Um, the setup is you have a pharmaceutical company, pharmaceutical company that would develop the drug, um, the medicine, and they will outsource um, the project management side, the clinical trial process to a CRO. Um, so we are interested in identifying doctor sites for this indication, be it oncology, you have uh, vaccine trials, different therapeutic areas. Mm-hmm. Um, they will enroll the trials, and my role specifically, they will enroll patients until the trials, and my role specifically is that of a monitor. I'm a clinical research associate, so I go to different doctor sites that are enrolled in patients onto clinical trials, and I monitor that process. Mm-hmm. Um, the two main focuses are patient safety and data integrity. Um, there's a lot of data over multiple visits um, within that protocol mm-hmm. um, that we have oversight over, mm-hmm. you know, um, before all of this data goes to the FDA for final approval right. of that drug that's in research. Yeah. Gotcha. So... That's where you are now. That's where I'm at now. What was the step before this? What was, what, yeah, what was the step before this? And then I'm going to ask you about the same. Absolutely. So that step was not a step. It was several steps. Right. Um, that's critical. Um, you never know. You're, you'll be fortunate to know. Um, but I did not know what my next step was going to be. None of the way. I knew what I had a goal for. I knew what that target was. Um, and I just kept pushing at it. So when I moved to Atlanta, I moved to Atlanta chasing to save, uh, with the idea to save that relationship that I was in. Right. And I moved there with that job in place. That job was an entry-level job for that CRO company working in their specimen management department. Um, it was a contracted role. Um, and Amgen, Amgen, um, one of the protocols came in to do a, an, an audit mm-hmm. of their processes. And I was in control of that audit. You know, I, I led the team for uh, specimen management. Okay. And from that, um, project management got a hold of how I performed, and they offered me a role in project management. Um, from a contracted role to a full-time um, role. Gotcha. And worked there for two, three years, and looked to transfer over into the CRA role. In the project management role is where I identified the role of the CRA, the Clinical Research Associate. Um, And I went out internally for that role, ultimately did not land it, and what was identified is that I lacked the clinical experience. So my focus from that point on was to, no matter what, go and chase that clinical experience. Mm -hmm. So that brought me to Nashville, Tennessee as my first opportunity, um, working in oncology um, as a CRC, a clinical research coordinator. Um, so I'm working directly with the patients. Um, 
doing the inclusion exclusion criteria, seeing if they're eligible for the trial. Mm -hmm. um, and then from that point on, conducting the visits, collecting the different data points, the blood samples, mm -hmm. all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, COVID happens. Mm. Shuts down the whole process. Um, and God, God has had his hand in my life this entire time. It's yeah. evident. Um, the reason why I went to Nashville from Atlanta is because Atlanta was a saturated market for the CRC roles. I had applied to so many gigs, bro. So mm. I understand. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, and what's interesting is that I probably put in maybe 50 applications to Emory University alone, bro. Dang. Easy, easy. Mm. Um, but during COVID, or leading up to it, right before that shutdown happened, uh, Emory reached out for a job opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I forgot about this. Bro. Yeah, okay. so I was a CRC, and there was a CRC2 working at their proton therapy center in oncology again. Down in Midtown, right? Right, Midtown, yep. Um, yeah, so that was that was the cover, because leading into COVID, that's, we were furloughed from the Nashville gig, uh, working at Sarah Cannon. Um, and I, as a result of being furloughed, I accepted the... Emory opportunity. Wow. Yeah. And from there, Emory completely shut down because COVID lasted longer than anyone right. expected. Yep. And I shifted into COVID trials. So I worked in a decentralized trial component. So mostly for our industry, you have these defined doctor sites that you would travel to. Mm -hmm. um, and this company in particular, they tried to disrupt that process. They brought the team to the facility mm -hmm. um, versus having the patient go to the, f the doctor site. Oh, we brought the doctor site to the facility. So it that sounds innovative from my perspective. I'm not. It was know. or it is. Wow. And I, it's some kinks to be worked out, right? Sure, sure. But I, I really appreciate that approach. It's decentralized trials. Yeah. It's making it more accessible to communities that don't traditionally benefit from it our um, people yep. our people know? yep um so yeah I'm, I'm definitely a proponent for it yeah um, but we were going to different long-term care facilities nursing home environments um i was i remember being within like maybe six months in 10 different states you know um getting it man Dang. and from there i accepted this was COVID trials but from there i accepted a full-time role in oncology again and mm -hmm. um right outside of Phoenix, Arizona. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so it took me from Atlanta to Nashville, Tennessee to kind of, I don't know, hopping around, yeah. you know, as a nomad working on the COVID trials and then being settled again in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but during that time, that specific two, two and a half years, I was locked in, bro. Yeah. Uh, I was locked in, leaning into it, um, my routine, mm. I think this is really important, bro, mm. to identify a routine and stick to it. Consistency is what's going to push you through. Mm. Um, no matter what the results are, uh, if you had a good day or a bad day, you've been consistent in that process mm -hmm. over a, a length of time is where the success is, is where those nuggets are, yeah. um, those learning opportunities are. It's like you, you're going through this experience for a reason mm -hmm. and remaining consistent in that is, is what's going to allow you to identify that nugget hmm. of wisdom of wherever it is, right, that you were intended to 
experience so to learn that lesson mm. um so my my routine was i would wake up first thing pray obviously mm -hmm. um obviously was, yeah mm -hmm. that was for me for me yeah. for me yeah well, that's um, yeah practice gra gratitude yeah um i would read and i, I tried to maximize time um by doing maybe 45 minutes on a stationary bicycle and I'm reading um, wherever I'm reading at the time or I'll sure. listen to some motivational podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I remember imp implementing a water fast at the beginning of each month consistently for like a year and a half and it started off at like three days and I remember I got up to like five, six days. Um, yeah, so that process and also I, I remember writing down a list of things. I had a list of 15 items um, 15 things that I wanted. Uh, and I would recite those things all the time. Like if I'm driving to work um, in traffic, I'll recite it just randomly throughout the day, you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember when I first wrote it down, it was, I want this. Mm -hmm. And I remember somewhere within that process, it was, thank you for this. Mm -hmm. So I think that's critical. Mm. Um, and the thank you is, it's already here. Yeah. The I want this is, I'm aspiring for it. Right, you know, I think so. That mind shift is is important. I think that's that changed things for me. Yeah, yeah. But throughout that process, I became sensitive to a lot of things, mm. and I I felt I felt that spirit, right, mm. that guidance, wherever that power is, um, and that kept me motivated. Yeah. So all of those things combined is what I was tapping into. Yeah. It kept me focused. You know, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, it, it's um, it's cool talking to you about this because, and I, I think this happens a lot. You know, folks evolve and grow and change careers, change, you know, completely pivot. Right? I'm a biochemist. I'm a biochemical researcher. I still feel that, um, but obviously, like this is something that I'm really passionate about and interested in. In as as a as a career, honestly. Um, but we don't always like think about and reflect on like what got me here? How did mm -hmm. I get to this point? So it's really cool to hear you say that because I think I, um, I remember, I remember that period and how it, you felt like you were, you just, you felt laser focused. And when I talked to you, you sounded, you, like you said, you sounded tapped in, man. You sounded like you were like, Nah, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going, and 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 you were doing it, and I, I think that's really cool. Um, I think it's really cool to, to hear you you reflect on it and, and say that out loud. Yeah, kind of share. But um, if I can, yeah, yeah. Check, please. Uh, what I wanted to share is that it was ugly. Also, mm. it was ugly. Talk about it. Talk about it. I shed ugly tears. Yeah, you know, I'm a man of faith. Mm -hmm. You know, so. God has these promises mm -hmm. um, for my life that I believe. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm reciting these promises and I'm holding you to your word. You know, something has to transpire. Um, when it wasn't happening for me, on paper, I have these, these sets or this set of experience mm -hmm. exists, these sets of experiences mm -hmm. that it's a shoo-in, you know, yeah. short entry, yeah. you know, into the CRA role right. was not happening for whatever reason was not mm. happening. Um, 
that process was the process for me that I needed to experience. Um, mm. It was a stripping away from. Um, I don't find it ironic that I ultimately landed the role in Phoenix in the desert, the desert experience, a stripping away from, you know, of everything. I traveled, um, you know, from the East Coast to the West Coast um, in pursuit of that role. Um, yeah, but it, it was it was it was interesting to to look back on. Mm. Yeah. I, and, and look, man, that's important because I think, yeah, the, the, the road ain't, ain't always easy. Man. Nah, man, that, that it's, it's going to try you. You say you want this, yeah. it's going to test to see if you want it, you know, yeah. and it's going to poke at different things. And in the process of poking at those different things, um, you are shoring up yourself. You're becoming mm-hmm. more well-rounded, you know, yeah. more solid. Um, you're depending upon yourself a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a man or woman of faith, you're depending on the higher power, right? That drew me closer to God, that experience, that those two and a half years, um, relying upon them, you know, yeah. isolated from everyone. I don't have any friends in these cities that I'm going to. I don't have a social network, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm relying on myself, right? That did a lot uh, for my confidence, bro. Yeah. Um, and I think men specifically, uh, we all should go through a process like a, uh, coming of age, I yeah. guess, if you will, um, to where you, you go through an experience and you come out on top. Yeah. You know, it does something for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. You know, I, it, it, here, here, here's what's interesting. Here's what it makes me think about is like a couple of things come up. One word is balance, right? I've been very big on like, I want balance, man. I want to, I don't want to just grind. I don't want to just be out here just, Going hard all mm-hmm. the time. A nigga want to chill sometimes. <laughs> put <laughs> nigga, his feet up. I don't want to put my feet up, bro. Yeah. Right? Like, and, 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 and I feel like a lot of what I'm learning is like, yes, that doesn't always look like, I, I think nowadays a lot of times like that conversation sounds like every day, excuse me, every day should be a put your feet up day. And it's like, no, the balance maybe is stretched over a longer period of time, right? Like I'm in a week right now with work where it's like, I'm going to have to put my head down and just get some stuff done. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. But like this weekend, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kicking my feet up. My homeboy's yeah. like, birthday's this weekend. I'm going to celebrate him. I'm, I'm gonna have fun there, right? Like I'm gonna find my pockets to do that. So it makes me think about like that idea of balance and does balance happen in these short spurts or is balance really what happens over like a more stretched out period of time? Um, it's but, definitely extended, right? In my opinion, it, it seems um, like that, right? Peaks and valleys, bro, over that length of time. Yeah, um, and then through experience, you're able to look over or look back at that length of time. And then maybe maybe better judge, gauge, and move forward in balance. Yep, yep. So now, right? Because now I would imagine you have a lot more balance than you did then in terms of like being able to pick your spots. Where you're like, oh, cool, I, I get to kick it here, right? Whereas, you know, a few years ago it was like, ah, this was. So know. what's interesting is that mentally, emotionally, I was balanced then, mm. um, but I have balance and and resources now 
economic resources, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could talk that talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that's what it was lacking. But yeah. that whole process, right, it, it refined it for me. Mm-hmm. It refined it for me, and it, it made it clear. Um, I'm, I didn't do this, you know. Yeah. I'm thankful for where I'm at, yeah. um, but I'm humble and I'm, I'm respectful of the gift um, and I'm always uh, appreciative and then I'm mindful of, of others that are in striving because yeah. I was in striving. I'm still striving, but I was in a different place while striving. So I'm very sensitive to those who are, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think I needed to go through that experience to to appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. My boy Cherry said it. He said, you, you stay down till you come up. Stay down till you come up, bro. You up. Yeah. I'm not, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. I'm in route. I'm in route. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting route, dog. I'm, uh, he's, up. Uh, he's up. He's up. He's up. I'm telling you about some ideas. Hey, I'm about some hey, ideas. Not, not that there's not levels. Oh, there's right? levels. You know there what I mean? Go. Not there that, not up. You can, uh, another good lesson. And, and mind you, right? Grab your why isn't the mm-hmm. uh, career podcast, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm not, I'm not here to talk about careers. That's part of, the, the our reality living in a capitalist society right like you know we should strive to take care of ourselves and take care of our families and and do well i, I think we should yeah i got my thoughts on that I, i'll back off of that BG. but I, I i'm just saying i think i'm just saying there's levels to up right now you up not that there's not another level not that there's not more levels right that you can ascend to mm-hmm. Um, I got you. Right. Absolutely. In terms of resources and, 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 and the like. But you up. I, I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to downplay it. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it for sure. Um, and I am in a, in a, a, a blessed position. Yeah. Um, yeah. A fortunate, really fortunate position. Um, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm thankful, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Gratitude. You mentioned something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you posted, and we, we talked about this, right? But you, men- you mentioned something on your um, IG story. Mm-hmm. You were out of town. You saw something. You had a moment. Describe that, man. Break that down for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you shared earlier that you knew me while I was in the process, mm-hmm. while in pursuit of the role that I now have. Mm-hmm. Um, while in pursuit, I'm living in Atlanta. Um, to supplement my income, my I, I had a side gig of picking up these scooters, these lime scooters, um, take them back to the crib, charge them up, and then go drop them off wherever, you know, uh, some extra money. And during the entire time, I'm I'm in practice of what I shared earlier. Like I'm waking up, exercising, reading, um, doing the water fast, speaking these affirmations over my life, you know, just believing, you know, it's not there yet. Uh, and I'm picking up these lines, right? And one of the first gigs that I had, um, a site visit, was in Omaha, Nebraska. And from the airport to the hotel, the drive from there, um, I, I pulled up into the hotel parking lot and I see one of those lime scooters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it just took me back. Took me back. Like, wow. Wow. 
thank you God, thank mm-hmm. you God, man. Yeah. You know, it was it was a moment of gratitude um, for where I was and where I am now. Um, and then even today at this hotel, um, I remember driving up Peachtree, you know, picking up the scooters, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Gratitude for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool, man. I, I remember seeing that and I was like, it, it, it's good to see your people win, man. It's good to, to see your people up. And um, I think part of, part of your story is by no means the whole thing, right? Like your, your profession is not all of the man who you are. And, um, but I think that is, um, it's always a blessing to like see somebody who, um, who, who saw something for themselves and zeroed in on it and moved towards it. And, um, and then to see that person on the other end of like, you know, struggling through to get to that thing, willing that thing to happen, man, I think, and, and, and for you to still be, you know, not just humble, but to, to genuinely express your gratitude um, for um, how you got there, right? And to not even say, I did, I did, I did, I did, but to like credit your higher power. And man, like yeah. that's, I think that's always really cool. So, Thank you. yeah, no, I appreciate you Thank sharing, you. man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more places we could go. Okay. Um, but I think I'm going to take you to my final segment. All right. Segment called Not Gonna Hold You. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, I'm not gonna hold you, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. Oh, great way to end, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, hey appreciate hey, it. Hey, Look, hey, one thing, let me, let me say this Jock will always give credit. This man don't hold back, like, uh, um, congrats. He don't hold back, uh, admiration. He doesn't hold back, celebrate. Like, Jock gonna let you know, hey man, that was a great idea, bro. <laughs> hey, that was, like Jock is very, um, you're very literal, okay, very direct for sure. For in sure. terms of like, yo, you always gonna call out what it is. Yeah. I, I appreciate that because yeah. I, I think it's great. I you know think I'm not coming, gonna hold man. you. Hey, you absolutely, absolutely. And God guess. And I think not gonna hold you. I think it's a great name. Oh yeah, I think it's a great way to end the segment. There we go. I agree. Um. So this is it, man. This is the final segment okay. I got for you. It's called Not Gonna Hold You, right? So it's a rapid fire question, mm. uh, uh, qu- question and answer segment that we do at the conclusion of each episode, okay. right? So I got 21 questions. 21. 21. They're quick. Rapid fire. Okay, okay. Rapid fire. Okay, 21 questions. It got, exactly. It got to be 21. Let's go, boy. It got to be 21, man. All right. Hey. Um, and so it's going to give us a snapshot of a little bit about your thoughts, Rapid inclinations, wow. and those okay. sorts of things. So first right? thought. Just give the first, first thought. First thought. Don't try to right? clean it up. Don't try to clean it up. You All can. Right. If you really feel like you need to clean it up, take All a minute right. to clean it I'm, up. I'm going to try to give you my But first otherwise, thought. we're going to try to, you know, if you want to add a little more context, it's okay. Okay, so I'll give you the first thought that comes when I hear a comment. Are you, is it a question? Yeah, it's a question. Okay. It's a question, right? So let me see how thorough my dude is, right? So scientific background. You know, hey, thorough, man. You have a question. <clears throat> All right. Number one. Okay. Early bird or night owl? Early bird for sure. Not by choice, though. I just randomly wake up. So I'm like, that's honestly what started it. Yeah. Um, that process for me, because I was waking up 
Yeah. You know, it started at probably like maybe 5 a.m. It went to like 4 a.m. And I'm, I'm just up. I can't go back to sleep. It's like, let me try and maximize this time. Okay. And read Better than me. Exercise. Better than yeah. me because I'm going to yeah. be right back. Early out. bird for sure. All right. What's your favorite way to unwind after a long day? Um, I've had a scotch, glass of scotch, or a whiskey, neat. Um, yeah, yeah. I play, I play some jazz, bro. Um, I play, I play some oldies, like some oldest Redding, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. I'm old school, dude. Shout out to oldest Redding, man. You know, he was 25 when he. Bro, died in a plane crash. How was he driving that plane though? Like, I don't think so. Plane? I don't no? think he was flying. Okay. I think he was like over Wisconsin or something, mm-hmm. like somewhere in the middle of America. Twenty five. Yeah. yeah. So like, they they were way more advanced. I don't know. It's a different breed at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. good episode. All right. Would you rather go on a road trip or on a cruise? Uh, good question. I would say road trip, but where I'm at now would be a cruise because, like, most of my most recent um, vacations have been adventure and adventurous in nature. So, give me that relaxation, bro. Right. Yeah. Favorite childhood memory? Going to Shoney's uh, with, with my step pop, um, having a little that little the little paper that you yeah. draw on yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. At the table eating spaghetti. Something like that, or riding a bike. We we had. I'm from New Orleans, uh, so we had. He lived across the lake. Um, you're from New Orleans, you know what that is, Madisonville, um, Donisonville. Well, you know, um, but he the the property that he lived on had like a gravel parking lot, mm-hmm. and I actually learned how to ride a bike on that gravel parking lot. Gravel because it was much easier for me to keep my balance. But those summers were were like really special for me. Yeah. Favorite TV show? TV show. Wow. I can't say I have one, man. All right. All right. It would have been The Walking Dead, but that's, you know. Right. Hey, right. I don't have one now. Right. Hey. You call it The Walking Dead? Yeah. All t- it could be all time. It could be now. All time. That's tough. Right, I'll say The Simpsons, though. I'll probably say The Simpsons. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right, you love The Simpsons. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. What's something you've always wanted wanted to do but haven't had the courage to try? I'm pretty adventurous, man. Um, so, like, I... I have a go-get-it type type personality, All right. um, so I'm going for it if I if I want it, you know, I'm going for it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Would you rather have a pet dog or a pet cat? I've had both, um, but the cat I had was was like a dog, you know, <laughs> in this mentality. It really? was cool. Yeah, um, that's the story behind that. But yeah, it was a cool cat. That's no pun intended. Cool cat. <laughs> But a dog, no question. I have a shepherd now, so definitely riding with the Shout out to Cairo. Yeah, my man. Uh, What's your favorite type of music? Jazz. Hands down. What's one thing you... Classical jazz, not this new age. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Kamasi Washington. That's all Uh, I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. uh, But this is your not going to hold you. This is your not going to hold you. 
It's not gonna hold you, bro. That's not, not jazz hold music. You. I'm not gonna hold you. That's not jazz music. Bro. All right. All right. Not gonna hold you. What's one thing you've learned about yourself this year? Either this year in 2023 or in the last Embrace year. my shortcomings. Um I have a tendency to shy away from them and I'm I'm leaning into them to try and perfect them. I know that I've noticed a trend of um, brushing over um, whatever it was, um, but I need to pour in directly to it in order to address it and correct yep. so corrective actions right now. Gotcha. And, and wherever those shortcomings are that I identify. Or and that's my approach towards this season, for sure. Gotcha. What's something about you that people might be surprised to learn? Man... How vulnerable are we gonna get? Cause I, I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty open book, honestly. You're, you're calling. Um, I'm a pretty open book, so a lot of people know a lot of things about me. Mm-hmm. But I am desiring um, of love for sure. I have a lot of love to pour out, to give, um, and I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. Hey man, yeah, I appreciate, it. Yeah. I appreciate, it. yeah. So if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Keep going. Keep going. It works itself out in the end, man. Uh, Keep going. Keep your faith. Um, Keep diligent. Keep consistent. Keep going. Keep going. Hug your mom a lot more, too. Mm. Hold on to that. Mm. Man. What's something you've accomplished that you're really proud of? Personal development. Yeah. And um, I had a lot of bull crap about myself. Um, self-awareness, tapping into self-awareness is critical, in my opinion, um, to be able to identify that bull crap, right? Mm-hmm. And and then address it. Um, and all of that feeds into personal development. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. What's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? Same reaction every episode. <laughs> that should probably be like a feed, right? It could be anything. Right? It could yeah, be anything. Just edit it. Yeah. Um, man, most recently kissing this girl I ain't know um, for New Year's <laughs> Eve. You know, I'm at the bar. Um, I got my my cousin. You know, what I'm saying with me with his chick, and this is chick here. That was that was really spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Favorite soul food dish? I'm going with the collards, bro. Collard greens. All right, all right. Yeah. What's your favorite book? Autobiography of Malcolm X. Yeah. The Alchemist is a close second. Mm-hmm. Um, Followed by the four agreements. Gotcha. All those. Gotcha. But all the biography of Malcolm X. That's the first book I read. Um, really? On my own, you know, not being sure. propped by sure, like sure. teachers like that. So that's always been a great experience for me. Yeah. That's what's up. Would you rather go bungee jumping or skydiving? Skydiving. Yeah. What's your favorite quote? Hmm. If you don't 
Know, learn. If you do know, teach. Mm. Gotcha. Would you rather have a green thumb or be a master chef? Chef, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got I got some uh, some natural capabilities, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I shared it with you know earlier. Um, I did I did some salmon, some stuffed salmon. Mm-hmm. Um, I made some jalapeno poppers. You know, I had the the, the cream cheese. I had uh, like a three cheese blend. I had some cheddar cheese in there, <clears throat> and I, I did the bacon wrap. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had like that dip. Um, left over, um, I added some more cream cheese to it, and I put some chopped spinach in that bad boy, mm-hmm. mixed it up, uh, some salt, pepper, paprika, um, slid that sa- salmon over, I mean open, you know what I'm saying, stuff that in there, put it in there. I seared it first, you know, then I put it in the oven. It came out fire, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thing to bring, man. Okay. <laughs> Houston, man. Uh, Houston, I got you. <laughs> word. Um, unpopular opinion. Let's see. Unpopular opinion. Your hot take. My hot take. Unpopular. Mmm. Mmm. This is really unpopular, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> gonna go I mean, there. it's what it is. Nah, I can't go there. All right. I can't go there. I'm definitely not going there. Okay. Yeah. Um. Pass. The original Egyptians were, were black. Boom. Boom. You heard it here first. Now you hear it here first, you know. <laughs> that's Nubia, man. You know? I wish Dr. Wish Carr, you. shouts out to Dr. Carr at Howard University. Uh, hey. Yeah. Would you rather travel back in time or to the future? I'll say, mm. I'll say back in time. Yeah. Um, future, uh, I don't know where it's going with the chat. What's the chat GPT? Oh, man. Chat GPT? Yeah. Oh, man. AI. Yeah. AI is about to, it's, yeah. Skynet is about to go live, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to go live, bro. Yeah, yeah. So it's, playing games. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. What's the best piece of advice? What's the best advice you've ever received? It wouldn't be one piece of advice, but I've always appreciated and I hold value and see the necessity of men, um, black men specifically, to pour into other black men, um, to affirm them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had those experiences, few and far in between, in between, but when it occurred, it was, wow, you can't, you can't explain it, bro. Yeah. To be affirmed by another man, yep. that's huge. Yep. Um, so I wish that for every man in general, um, but black men specifically, for sure. Right. Yeah. Hey, Absolutely. Hey, this is my dude. It's Jacqueline. Oh, that was Jones. that was the twenty first question. That's it, man. Oh, that's man. it, bro. Dang. That's it. No, yeah, that was perfect. All right. Oh, perfect, great way to man. end. You cl- bro, and 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 I hope, I hope. This podcast, I hope that you and every other guest serve as long form affirmations mm. for the people who listen, man. For the black boys and the black men that listen, 
I hope you feel affirmed in who you are, in your value, in in your being. Not just in what you do, but in who you are. I hope you feel affirmed, bro. That's beautiful, man. Beautiful way to end it. This is my dude. This is my man's since 2009, summer 2009, Amgen Scholars Program at Howard University. Jacqueline Jones. Hey, hey, hey. Bro, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, brother. Love Proud you, of man. you, man. I remember this was a conversation, you know. Yeah. And look at you, hey. you know. Hey, you willed that, you hey. know what I'm saying? You hey, we're, willed we're that. We're willing it. You know, you're we're willing, willing it. it, you know, Absolutely. in process. So congratulations for being on this journey. Um, it's going to be some beautiful things that's going to happen for you yeah. internally as a result of it, you know. I'm proud of you, bro, and I'm excited to see where this is going to go and who you will become as a result of it. For sure, thousand percent. I appreciate it. All right. I'm a firm. Here we go. Love you, bro. Love you, man. All right. Peace. That's it, dog. That's, that's, That's a wrap.